Shalom to all. Today's office of Mustafa Chav Test. We are starting six lines from the top with a brand new Mishnah. In today's office, sponsor Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, Hernish, Shalom Shadav, and Aliyah, and Lilu Nishmas, Yerachmiel, Mardachai, Ben Rabchaim, his Nishama Shadav, and Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Shlosh Achin, Shnaim, Nesuim, Shteachayas, three brothers, two married to two sisters. Get used to hearing that. We're going to be having a lot of these cases in the upcoming Gemaras. So we have three brothers, two married to two sisters. Vechan Mufna, one of them is Mufna, he's a bachelor, he's not married. It's not really so relevant if he's married or not. It's only going to be relevant for the end of the Mishnah. Mes Achin, Balachayas, one of the Balachayas, Chayas died, let's say Ruvain died, Mufna Mimer. And the Mufna Levi, he did Mimer, Then the second brother, Shimon, died. So now we have two sisters falling to Levi. One of them had Mimer done already, though. Beshame says, Ishtaimai, his wife is with him. He already did Mimer to one of the sisters, so that's considered his wife. And the second woman that fell to him, meaning Shimon's wife, she goes free because she's a Chaisisha. Ubesel says, He has to divorce his wife, meaning the one he did Mimer to, he has to give her a get. That's because she had Mimer. And he also has to do chalitza. Veshesachavachalitza, and the wife of his other brother has to get chalitza. He's not allowed to marry either of them. And Zuhisha Amru, this is what they said: Oy loyal ishtoi ve'oy loyal eshesachiv. Woe unto his wife, and woe unto the wife of his brother. He's not allowed to complete the marriage to the woman that he did mimer to. That's whom we're calling his wife, because this woman's considered a chaisikukasa. He is zakuk to the other woman, and he's not allowed to marry the other woman whom we're calling eshesachiv because she's a chaisishtoi. Now the Gemara asks on this last part of the Mishnah: Zuhi l'mutemai. When we said in the Mishnah, Zuhi, this is the case where we say oy loyal ishtoi ve'oy loyal eshesachiv. It seems to be that we're ex. Excluding a different case. The Gemara answers, We're coming to exclude the case of Rabbi Yeshua. We don't pass like him. We pass like Rabbi Gamaliel, like Rabbi Lazar. What's the case over there? That's a case where there's two brothers, Reuven and Shimon, who are married to two sisters. However, one of the sisters was a Katana, meaning her marriage was only the Rabbanon. The husband married to the Gedalah died. His wife falls to Yibam to the husband of the Katana. Rabbi Yeshua uses the same wording, because he holds that that remaining brother has to divorce his own wife, for he's only married to her with the Rabbanon. But he has a chiyav da'iraisa to the Yavama, but he can't marry the Yavama because she is, after all, the sister of his wife. But the Gemara said is that we're excluding Rabbi Yeshua's case, we don't pass on like Rabbi Yeshua. And now continue to talk about Shittas Beishamai. Remember, we had three brothers, two married to two sisters. One of the brothers died, that would be Ruvain, and then Levi did Mimer to Ruvain's wife, and then Shimon died. Beishamai considers Ruvain's wife as Levi's wife, even though she only got Mimer, and therefore Shimon's wife goes free, she doesn't need anything. So now the Gemara tells us, Don't say that according to Beishamai, Mimer is a real 100%. Kenyan, that if he wanted to now divorce this one that he did mimer to and decided not to fully marry her, all he has to do is give her a get and he doesn't have to give her chalitza, don't say that. The only thing mimer does, according to Beishamai, is it pushes away the tsara. The tsara over here is really the sister. It pushes away the sister, meaning the sister has no zika whatsoever, and if he would like to complete this marriage, he is allowed to marry the balas mimer. However, if he wants to divorce her, he would have to give her a get and chalitza. And on Ravavan, he says, we actually learned this in a Mishnah. What's the case in the Mishnah? We have four brothers, two married to two sisters, the one married to the sister has died. These two sisters fall to the two remaining brothers. The Mishnah had said that they are not allowed to marry these Yivamais. However, if they did get married, what's the halacha? Beishamai says that they are allowed to remain married. What do we learn from there? They're allowed to remain married, but they are not allowed to get married. What do we see from here, says Ravavin? And if you want to say that according to Beishamai, Maimer is a 100% Kenyan, so Zayasa the Mishnah should have just said that each brother should do mimer to one of the women, and then he should be able to be kind to her. From the fact that the Mishnah does not suggest that each one should do mimer, then marry that woman he did mimer to, it must be that mimer is not 100% Kenyan. The Gemara asks, Elamai, so what do you want to suggest? The mimer is a complete dechia of the other sister, of the other woman, so then why didn't the Mishnah suggest the following, which would have the same outcome? Each one should do mimer to one of them, and that would push away the other sister, and therefore he 
he should be allowed to marry the one that he did Maimer to. And we didn't suggest that. So Elamayas Chalameimer, what can you answer? Why did we not suggest that in the Mishnah? Maimer de Hetero Dachi, the Yisru Dachi. It must be only a Maimer which is Mutter pushes away the sister, but not a Maimer which is Usser. A Maimer which is Mutter means that he's able to consummate the marriage after he does Maimer. Only such a Maimer will be a valid Maimer. So Hachanami, let's say the same thing in our case over here as well. Maimer, Afil, Lamanda, Amr, Maimer, Kainik, Kenyan, Gummer. Then even according to the Manda Amr, that Maimer is 100% Kenyan, Maimer de Hetero Kani, the Yisru Laikani. Only a Maimer of Hetero would be Kaina, but a Maimer of Isra would not be Kaina. Therefore, our Mishnah, which is a case of Maimer de Hetero, namely when Maimer was done, the woman was permitted to marry, that Maimer is effective in pushing away the sister. But in the Mishnah of Oven, brought as an attempted riot for Abelazar, the Maimer being discussed is possible anyway, because neither Yavam is allowed to marry either Yavama. Therefore, the Maimer isn't valid, and this Mishnah that Rav Oven tried to bring as a riot for Abelazar is not a valid riot. Now, Ravashi Matiyahu Ravashi teaches as follows Amr Abelazar, Abelazar had said, don't say that Maimer according to Beishamai is a complete Dechiyah, that Sarasa Chalitza Namilei Baya, and that Sarah doesn't need Chalitza at all, Ela Daichu Mashayarhu. Maimer pushes her away, but it's Mashayarher, meaning she still needs Chalitza. Namely, in the case of our Mishnah, the Balas Maimer is still allowed to marry the Yavam, but the sister, the one that just fell now, she's not free to go, she still needs Chalitza. And now Amr Avavan, Ravavan comes in again and says, Afananam Tanina, we learned that in our Mishnah. What was the case of the Mishnah? Four brothers, two married to two sisters, the one married to the sisters died, and the two sisters now fall to the two remaining brothers. Two remaining brothers, Lechatchila, are not allowed to marry these sisters. Let's say they did marry these sisters. The Mishnah said, Beishami, Aimrim, Yekaimu, they are allowed to remain married. And what do we see from here? Yekaimu, in Lechatchila, Loi, they're allowed to remain married, but Lechatchila, they are not allowed to get married. And if you're going to say, the Maimar Korn to Beishami pushes away and complete the Chia, so Zayasa Maimar Vietcha, Zayasa Maimar Vietcha, why didn't Mishnah say that each brother could do Maimar and it's going to push away the other woman and therefore he'll be able to marry the Bahalas Maimar? And from the fact that the Mishnah didn't suggest that, it must be that Maimar is not Doicha Dechia Gemura. As the Gemara El Hadiktani, our Mishnah said, his wife is with him, and the other one goes out because of a Chais Isha, implying she does not need Chalitza, implying she's free completely. So the answer is that no, El Yavama the Chazi Lakul who Chazi Lamaktsasa, a Yavama that she's fitting for everything, meaning she technically could get Maimar and she can even complete that Maimar with Yibum, so she is also fitting for part of it. Her Maimar will effectively push away the other woman. But Yavama the Chazi Lakulu, if Yavama is not fit for everything, meaning if she's not able to have the marriage consummated with her, she's not fit even for part of it, and her Maimir will not push away the other woman. And now we begin a discussion which is going to bring us all the way to the bottom of the daf. Bai Rabba, Rabba asked the following question. Maimir le Beishamai, Maimir according to Beishamai, Nisuin Isa, Ay Erisin Isa, does it accomplish bring her all the way to the stage of Nisuin, or it only brings her into the stage of Erisin, but not Nisuin? Now what's the difference between Erisin and Nisuin? So we know that there's two different stages of a regular marriage. Erisin is the Kiddushin. He gives her a ring or something of value. He says, Hariat Mikudash Lee, so on and so forth, and that's Erisin. But that doesn't complete the marriage, that's just the beginning. She becomes usher to everyone else, she becomes an erva, however, she's not completely married. The Nisuin takes place at a later date. Nisuin completes the marriage 100%. So the question is, when the Yavam does Maimer to Zivama, does that make her like an Arusa or like an Asua? So regarding which halach are you asking? If you're asking in regards, does this make her his wife enough, that he's going to yarshin her, meaning if she dies, he's going to get her inheritance, or if he's a Kayin and she dies, he's going to be allowed to become Tommy to her, or he's allowed to be made for her Nadarim. If she makes a nether, he can annul that. If that's what your question is in regards to, Hashta Arusa Ba'alma, when we're talking about just a regular Arusa, Tani Rabchir Rabchir teaches Ishta Arusa, if his wife is just an Arusa, meaning he hasn't completed it with Nisuin, Loy Oinain, he doesn't become an Oinain over her, Veloy Metmela, if he's a Kain, he's not to become Tamitar, Vechain he, and she also, Loy Nenes, she won't become an Oinain to him, Veloy Metamasla, and she doesn't have a Chiv to become Tamit him, and Mesa Eina Yarsha, if she dies, he does not Yarshin her, Mes who, if he dies, you have a Ksuba, so she does get her Ksuba, and these are all halachas when it comes to regular Arusa. If all he did was Maimer, 
you can even ask the question, of course you're not considered married. Abai continues asking Rabbi, perhaps you're asking in regards to Mesir Lechapa. What's Mesir Lechapa? So in a standard marriage, Erison happens, the girl remains in her father's house, and before Nisuin, there's Mesir Lechapa. The father hands her over, figuratively and literally, into the rishos of her husband. Now, Mesir Lechapa must be done with her consent, and it's not allowed to be done balkarcha against her will. However, in a scenario where Mesir Lechapa is not necessary, then the marriage may be completed balkarcha. So by suggesting to Rabbi, is that what you're asking in regards? My, what's the halacha? Nisuin Isa, does Mimer make her like a regular Nisua, Veloy by Mesir Lechapa, and she would not need Mesir Lechapa, meaning it could be done against her will? Idom, or perhaps Eros and Isa, it only makes her into an Arusa, Ubay Mesir Lechapa, and we would need Mesir Lechapa, meaning we would need her Rishos. And Abai continues, Amar Leh, he told him, meaning Abai continued telling Rabba, Hashtoloy Avad Ba Mimer, in a case where he did not do Mimer, and he jumped straight into Yibum, Ksev the Pasuk says, Yivama Yavayaleha, and what do we learn from there? Balkarcha, that he's allowed to do Yibum against her will. Avad Ba Mimer Mibaya, if he does Mimer to her, all of a sudden you're asking the question, of course he's allowed to complete the Yibum, and he's allowed to do it against her will. So what's your question, Rabba? So Amar Leh, Rabba told Abai, this is my question, Shani Yomer, because I say, Kala Isa Mimer Biyavimtai, if someone does Mimer to Zivama, Parcha Mimenu Zika Zivamin the regular Zika of Yavim to Yavama goes away, and now we just have a Zika of Erison, and that's my question. My, what's the halacha? So the Gemara suggests an answer. Tashma, Shemeris Yavim, we have a Shemeris Yavim. Again, she's waiting for the Yavim to do something. She's Yavama. Bein Yavim Echad, Bein Shnei Yavamin. Whether there's one man or there's two men that are Yavamin. Reb Lezer, says Yafer. He is allowed to annul her vows. She makes a vow, she makes a nether. So the Yavim is allowed to annul the vow. If there's two Yavamin, one of them is allowed to annul them. We don't need both of them together. Reb Yeshua says, La'echad only when she has Zika to one Yavam, but not to two Yavamin. Rabbi Kivaimer, he says, not to one, not to two, none of them are allowed to be made for her Nadarm. Ravina, but we analyze this. Bishlam Rabbi Kiva Savar ain't Zika Fiulachad. We understand Rabbi Kiva holds that there's no Zika even when there's only one brother, and therefore this brother is not able to be made for her Nadarm. Rabbi Yeshua, Lachad Yeh Zika, Trey ain't Zika. According to Rabbi Yeshua, we understand that there is Zika, but there's only when there's one brother, not with two brothers. Therefore, when there's one brother, he can be made for her Nadarm, but when there's two brothers, they can't be made for her Nadarm. El Rebel Ezra, but what about Rabbi Ezra's Shito? We understand Rabbi Lezer holds Yesh Zika, but Bishlei Melechad, we understand if there's only one brother here, so she has Zika to this one brother, Mefer, so he's allowed to be made for Nadarim. El but when she has Zika to two brothers, Amai, why are we saying that only one of them has to do Hafara and that we don't need both of them to do it? She has Zika to both of them, so both of them should have to be made for Nadarim together. And Ravam Ravami, Ravami said, Hachamayaskin, what are we talking about over here? Kigan to Avrabamaymer. That the one that we're talking about that's allowed to do Hafara Sadarim, he did Maimer to her, so he's married to her. Ubeishamahi, and we're going corn to Shidiz Beishamahi, to Amar, Maimer, Kaina, Kinyan Gummer. The Mimer is a complete Kenyan. So, yeah, Rabbi Shlim, if you want to say Nisu and Isa, that Mimer makes her into a complete Nisua, Misham Hachimefer, that's why he's allowed to be made for Nadarim. Eli Amr to Erson Isa, but if you want to say that Mimer turns her only into an Arusa, Hechimati Mefer, how is he able to be made for Nadarim? But tonight we have a Mishnah. Naar Murasa, if we have a woman who's engaged, she's only an Erson, not Nisuin, Avia Ubaila Mefer Nadarim, both her father and her husband have to be made for her Nadarim together, neither one of them is allowed to do it individually. So, from the fact that we're saying that this woman who received Mimer from the Yavam is able to have that Yavam alone be made for her Nadarim, it must be that Mimer is like Nisuin and not like Erison. We have a Raya. So Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak, he says, that's not a Raya. My Mefer, what does it mean that he's able to be made for her Nadarim? It's not him individually, Mefer Beshutfis. Together, the two of these Yavamin have to be made for her Nadarim. As like Moral Rebbe Lazar, the Amar Mimer, Le Beishamay, Eina Kaina El Litchas Bitzar Balvad, according to Rebbe Lazar, that says that Shitas Beishamay tells us that Mimer is Kaina, but it's only Kaina enough to push away the Tsara on my Mefer Beshutfis. Why is he able to be made for Beshutfis in the first place? He shouldn't be allowed to be made for her Nadarim at all. So Amlachar Rebbe Lazar would answer you, Amor da Amriya no, ain't it kinda el litchas letzar bovad? When I say that Mimer's only kinda enough to push away the tsara from coming into the picture, that means the loisagila begita, the bailas Mimer, it's not enough to get rid of her by giving her a get. El abay nami chalitza, she would also need chalitza.
Did I say that he's not allowed to be made for her nadarim? And he is allowed to be made for her nadarim. Alternatively, Amilchar Blazer, Blazer would tell you, or even according to Yitzchak, is it okay? Does it make sense? Even according to Yitzchak, Mikatani Yafru, does it say that they shall be made for nadarim? Yafer Kitani, it says that he shall be made for nadarim, implying that one of them is allowed to be made for her nadarim, not the two of them together, but So El and how could I understand this memra that it seems to be saying that one of them is allowed to be made for nadarim? It must be talking about a case, that they went to Adin Taira. Why do they go to Adin Taira? Because this Yavam didn't want to do Chalitza or Yibam, so she stuck. So she schlepped him to Adin Taira. He has to do something. And the Bezin Paskin, that he has to pay her Mazainus. He has to pay for her livelihood, all of her food, and everything that she needs until he does either Yibam or Chalitza. And Chudar Pinchas, which made the Rava. This is like Rav Pinchas in the name of Rava. The Amar Pinchas, made the Rava. He says, Anytime that a woman makes a nether, she's doing it Aldas her Baal, meaning her Baal, her husband, has the ability to be made for that nether. And this person, even though he didn't do Chalitza or Yibam, since he's paying her food, he's paying for her Mazainus, he's considered her Baal, and he is allowed to be made for her Nadarm alone, he does not need to do it with the other Yavam. But it's a special case, it's not necessarily the standard case. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a fresh Mishnah, for now, everyone should have a wonderful day!